You're listening to the Cloud Conventions Podcast, where industry professionals share tips, hints, and strategies for managing virtual events. It's a rare privilege to be at the forefront of a brand new industry. A year ago, few of us were going beyond simple webinars to engage audiences. Then a little thing called the pandemic turned our world upside down, forcing us to stay off the road, socially distance, and stop holding trade shows, conferences, summits, and live events. Our only option was to try and translate what happened in Vegas, Orlando, or Atlanta into a fully digital experience. As a result of live events canceling in mass in 2020, and now in 2021, the virtual event industry was launched. I've been around long enough to witness what happens when life is disrupted, forcing us to rethink how we do business. Take 9-11 as the perfect example. When the planes hit the Twin Towers, people stopped flying. Companies then began setting up conferencing accounts, getting salespeople to do virtual calls, and holding their meetings on a conferencing bridge. Conferencing was less significant before 9-11, and now is part of the fabric of how we all do business today. That same phenomenon is happening in virtual events. But this time things are more complicated and the translation of a live event to virtual is much harder than simply moving your sales calls to the web. This new industry might be in danger of doing it wrong, creating boring and unengaging experiences and not serving the audiences that really need us to succeed. Our company Convey Services was not in this business a year ago but we happen to just have a great technology platform. We're in the process of producing our own virtual trade show and just happen to be in the right place at the right time when the cloud and telecommunications industry needed us. We launched cloud conventions in May and became the tip of the spear for the birth of this new industry. Since then, and in only six months, Convey has produced scientific and medical summits for associations helped nonprofits launch their national conference, and connected buyers and sellers in trade shows. We haven't just provided technology, but have been integral partners in the strategy and design of these events, as we've all needed to learn what engages audiences, satisfies exhibitors, and makes an event memorable. But this industry is in danger of becoming the consolation prize to live events when it deserves to be the main event in its own right. It's in danger of not providing valuable connections that keep buyers and sellers doing business and moving product. We are in danger of contributing to webinar fatigue, boring event audiences, and making them never want to do another Zoom call. Having said that, we are evolving and learning at warp speed and are figuring out how to make the virtual event industry valuable, sustainable, and deliver the right experience that virtual audiences are craving. We are a technology company, but we're more than that. We are here to help the industry do right by our customers because what we do is way too important to do it wrong. Associations and nonprofits depend on their conferences to meet their annual budget. Professionals need conferences to keep up their licenses. Medical organizations need to strategize with peers about the latest advances in fighting disease. Trade shows must connect those that make product with those that need those products to drive revenue. This podcast series is going to focus on the lessons we've learned, the mistakes that we've made and seen our customers make, 
and help our new industry continue to do better. So we're going to start with some common mistakes and how to avoid them. And then with each subsequent podcast, do a deeper dive and make all of this content available to anyone that needs it. So here's my top 10 list of mistakes that we need to avoid to make our virtual events succeed. Mistake number one, failure to set goals. It's not enough to state that you want to execute a virtual event and have that be your primary goal. When you run your company, your association, or your nonprofit, you're clear about who your customers and prospects are, your financial objectives, your position in the marketplace, and what makes you successful. Delivering a virtual event should follow the same philosophy as you do in business. When you fail to understand and set goals and objectives for the event, your focus becomes unclear and it becomes virtually impossible to create a successful plan. Mistake number two, failure to have a plan. Virtual events take longer than you think to create and execute. Event planners make their first mistake by starting the selection of their technology platform first versus creating their plan that serves the business goals and objectives the event needs to accomplish. Without the right plan, every other decision may increase costs, slow down the process, and not support the attendee or exhibitor experience. Mistake number three, getting content wrong. Events that fail pack their programs full of content or don't have enough of it. Without the right balance, attendees tune out because they become overwhelmed or don't tune in at all because there just isn't enough to look at. Don't expect attendees to stay online for hours in front of their computer and don't skimp on the content, risking that attendees will decide there is not enough value for them to invest time to participate. Mistake number four, boring the audience. Audiences today are overwhelmed with endless lengthy webinars delivered by speakers who are uninteresting, droning through slide decks with graphs, lots of words, and nothing fun to look at. Your event will fail if you allow sessions to be boring and impersonal, if you don't add opportunities to interact and socialize, and if you fail to add the fun factor. Mistake number five, assuming registrants equals attendees. Just because someone is registered doesn't necessarily mean they will log in to attend. Events that fail fail because they stay in uh, touch with their reg- don't stay in touch with their registrants don't generate excitement and open registration too far ahead of the event. And they may see big numbers in the registration list, but a big drop off on who actually logs in to attend. Mistake number six, isolating the audience. Attendees and exhibitors look forward to reconnecting at a live event. So why should they not do the same at a virtual event? Failing to connect the individuals in your audience reduces attendee satisfaction the opportunity for exhibitors and sponsors to get leads, and fails to meet one of the key drivers of any event, live or virtual, creating meaningful connections and ways to exchange ideas. Mistake number seven, failing to satisfy exhibitors and sponsors. Companies are inundated with requests to participate in virtual events. They struggle to learn multiple platforms, figure out how to sell in a digital world, and find ways to attract attendees into the booth. Events that fail to provide exhibitors what they want most, leads, interactions, and a strong ROI will create a community of companies that won't support you when the live events return, 
be there for the hybrid experience or join the next virtual event. Mistake number eight, having an expectation gap. Attendees have logged in but are confused about what to do next. Exhibitors don't know if anyone is looking through their booth. People are expecting big things from the event but don't know how to navigate, find the right sessions, explore the exhibitors they care about, find all the ways to connect with each other. If there is a gap in what people expect and what you are delivering, attendees and exhibitors will walk away dissatisfied. Mistake number nine, poor time management. It took you months or maybe a year to plan and execute your live event. Why should a virtual event be any different? Planners that fail to give themselves enough time to customize the technology, find speakers and create content, engage exhibitors and solicit attendees will find themselves scrambling at the last minute only to find out they've run out of time to create the key elements that will make their event succeed or fail. Mistake number 10, picking the wrong technology. The platform that powers your event can be one of the most critical decisions you make. Picking the wrong platform will leave you frustrated, cost you more in time and money, and underperform. It's critical that your technology match the size of the audience, the complexity of the event, and your capacity to manage some of the components if needed. One of these days, a pandemic should be a thing of the past, and we'll see live events reemerge. However, there should always be a place for virtual or hybrid. After all, not everyone can afford to go to Vegas. People will be used to consuming content online. The audience and their appetite for content will grow and companies will have mastered how to exhibit in the virtual world. Stay tuned for a deeper dive into what makes a virtual event work or just be another series of boring webinars. So many organizations are depending on this fledgling virtual event industry to figure it out.